that look at me. Who, who's excited to be at youth tonight? Come on. Is that like around? Who's excited to be at youth tonight? Yeah, that's good. So we can talk. We can um, be a bit happy. Nudge the person beside you nicely but meanly and go, it's good to be at youth tonight. Why don't you... Yeah, Amy's a bit... Hey, Amy, why don't you come down in the middle? That's not too bad. Or Pe- uh, Pete, just come on side. Yeah, Amy, sweet as. So... It's good to be at youth tonight. Yeah, awesome. So, we've been on the journey of stones, right? So, I had a bit of a pause break when we had the theme night colour night, which was pretty cool, which I talked about. Yeah, colour moments, that's it. Very good, Amy. Thank you for <laughs> reminding me of a mental blank. It was a good message, but, but we've gone back into our stones um, part. So, we're at the part five. And so, the title of the message is... Wait, I get my thing. What's in your bag? So um, they're taking notes. Hashtag Stones Part 5. What's in your bag? So um, yeah, man bag, satchel. But um, we'll, we won't. We'll go to that later. So who's got their Bible? I encourage you to bring your Bible. This is what a Bible is. For those of you that are new to youth, new to church, things and go, what the heck's a Bible? Well, it's a book. It's an app as well. What's not an app these days? Uh, so if yeah, if you've got a, so a smartphone, app store, Bible, there's so many apps, whatever one suits your fancy. Or I personally like the hard book copy because I don't get distracted as easy when I don't see all my my um my facey messages and that popping up and all the rest of it. But so yeah, get a Bible, bring that, and plus, like I always like to say, it's a perfect seat saver. Who's gonna steal your Bible? I don't know. But someone would, but still I know that it's it's a seat saver. So bring it for that. Uh so you get your Bible, open it up, slide it to Matthew 4. Yeah, Matthew 4. Who's got Matthew 4 ready? Who knows where Matthew is? Yep. Matthew isn't, um, isn't a buddy down the road. He's a, a book in the Bible as well. Just putting it out there. Matthew 4. Because I often think people say, oh, open up to Matthew 4. And people probably like, new to church, are probably like, who's this Matthew? Like, who are you opening up? But... Um, it's, it's a book in the Bible, so hopefully that gives you a little bit more clarification if you're new to this kind of stuff. So Matthew 4, verses 1 to 11. We got that? Well, is that Matthew 4? 1 to 11. Very good. So this is what it says, the temptation of Jesus. So we're just going to read these verses and let the Holy Spirit speak to us. Then Jesus, say Jesus, was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted there by the devil. Uh-uh, devil. For 40 days and 40 nights... He fasted and became very hungry, nearly hangry. During that time, the devil came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become loaves of bread. Say stones. But Jesus told him, No, the Scriptures say, People do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the the mouth of God. Then, this guy doesn't give up. The devil took him to the holy city, Jerusalem, to the highest point of the temple and said, if you're the son of man of God, jump off, for the scriptures say he will order his angels to protect you and and they will hold you up with their hands. So you, you won't even uh, so you won't even hurt your foot on the stone. Hmm. Now so he's telling him to go bungee jumping down, but this is what Jesus says. Jesus responds, colour moment. The scriptures also say you must not test the Lord your God. Very interesting. Again, unrelenting the devil took him to the peak of a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory i'll give it to you 
I'll give it all to you, he said, if you will kneel down and worship me. Verse 10, get out of here, Satan, Jesus told him. Say, get out of here, Satan. (laughs) Jesus told him, for the scriptures say, you must, must worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil went away and his angels came and took care of Jesus. Well, very interesting, very interesting. With reading that, I'm just going to pray and we'll get into the rest of this message. Jesus, we thank you so much for your love, for your grace, for your mercy, all the things that you do for us, all the things. We just thank you for all your undeserved gifts to us. And so, Jesus, we just pray right now as we've read that bit of Bible, uh, open up, Holy Spirit, come upon us. Help us just see what you're wanting to tell us. What you're telling me may not be the person next to next to me but you're telling talking to both of us and so we just thank you right now that we're going to leave this place better we're going to leave this place with um, knowledge that we didn't have before and we just thank you jesus you're speaking and we thank you for the connection that we're going to have with you tonight and we all said amen good stuff so we saw there jesus was um in this uh this part of tempting where uh the devil same the same person would ask him a question and then jesus would go well actually you've skew with that and it was wrong and jesus would say this is actually what it really means and so um yeah it's an interesting part of the bible but uh, by the end of this message we'll go wow i can understand how that relates to my life so overview so the last stones message i talked about was called legacy stones and so what he talked about um a quote and so this is what the quote was if you don't stand for anything you will fall for anything so what was that if you don't stand for anything you'll fall for anything Hmm. Write that down if you're taking notes. And then Matthew, we looked at two Bible verses. So there's another one in Matthew again, which was ver- uh, chapter 7, verses 24 to 27. And another book called Luke in six, uh, ver- uh, chapter 6, verses uh, 47 to 49. And they both talked about a, similar, a situation that relates to that quote. If you don't stand for anything, you'll fall for anything. And it talks about builders that build, a wise builder will build on rock. And then a not wise builder, so a foolish builder will build on sand. And so what they're saying is when the storms of in, in earth come, the house built on rock will stand because it won't get crumbled because it's standing on something. But the, the house that's built on sand, when these storms come, will just crash and crumble because it has no foundation because it's not standing on anything. Oh, yeah, because it's not standing on anything. And so for us as a, as a people, we've got to re- relate that to our lives and go, what are the convictions, what are the things that we're standing on in life that when storms, issues, problems, whatever it could be wrong in life comes our way, are we built on a rock, on a legacy stone that helps us to have a legacy, which means that we, so legacy means it's like um, left behind, uh, all those kind of aspects. When these issues face us, come upon us, do we stand or we just build on nothing that when these things come, we're just like, oh, life's horrible, oh, life sucks so much, why me? But if we build on the right foundations, on the right legacy stones, when these things come, we can still stand and it's all sweet as. And uh, uh, with that as well, and then we kind of look at the Ten Commandments. So the Ten Commandments are in the Bible, uh, Exodus chapter 20, I'm pretty sure. And what they are, there's these, they're like ten convictions, pretty much, ten convictions in life where they go, um, they'll, they'll put on stone tablets as well. And so we'll, we're making the, the connection for legacy stones is legacy stones are the things or the convictions in our life that we go, you know what, this is what I build my life upon. And so we live in a world that says there's no absolutes, that there's whatever Patrick says is right is right. Whatever Carmel says is right is right. Whatever Pete says is right is right. But we do know God actually created the universe. He created everything and there is an absolute. And what Pete thinks is right might not be right. And what Patrick thinks is right might not be right. What God says is right. And so his yes is yes. His no is no. And his right is right and his wrong is wrong. But 
we've got to have these, through the Bible, we discover these convictions, these legacy stones, which we know to build on so that we can stand. Like the quote says, if you don't stand for anything, you'll fall for anything. And so we know, we've got to learn how to stand on things so we don't fall for storms, problems, issues. Cool, cool, cool. So, but the whole the release, uh, the whole stone seems come from a verse in Ecclesiastes 3.5, which says, there's a time to scatter stones and there's a time to gather stones. Right? So, you, you could re- repeat that to me, so it's good. And so, um, and then often though, when we're talking about this time to gather stones and a time to scatter stones, it was all relating to us as people. So, we believe as one youth, there's going to be a time where we, this is a time of gathering stones, there's a time of gathering you together, but there's going to be a time where we're going to be releasing stones to be guest preachers, to be, uh, to be youth ministry planters. It's going to be a time that we're gathering you as stones right now, but there's going to be a time we're going to scatter you. And I encourage you to go to the podcast and look at the Slaying Giants message. I'm pretty sure it's up there. That one will help you if you haven't heard that one. But then we looked at another Bible verse in 1 Samuel 17:40, and it talks about this time of gathering stones and the time of scattering stones. And this is what it says. He, being David, picked up five smooth stones from a stream and put them in his shepherd's bag. Hmm, interesting. So he, this guy David goes to a stream, picks up five Five smooth stones and puts them into his shepherd's bag. And so, we obviously, as we read in Ecclesiastes 3, 3, 5, there's a time to gather stones and then there's a time to scatter stones. And so David goes to his time in, well, we saw there in 1 Samuel 17, 40, he gathered stones. And if we kept reading on in 1, in 1 Samuel 17, there's a time he scattered the stone, hits this, this giant and goes, kills him. And it's all like, hero David. And, uh, but I want to... Um, I want to share this. If you're taking notes, this is going to be a pretty big point. So if you don't gather stones, you can't scatter stones. That sounds pretty simple, but it's really true. If you can't gather stones, you can't scatter stones. So if I, for example, if, I know, if David never went to the stream, he would have never had any stones in his pouch to, to scatter. But we've got to go to that place where we're going to, you know what? To, we've got to gather stones to scatter stones. Because if you don't gather the stones, you can't scatter the stones. It's a bit of a tongue tie, but that's how it works. And so... Um, a shepherd's bag. It says there, he, he picks five uh, smooth stones and puts them in his shepherd's bag. What the heck is a shepherd's bag? Good question, right? I don't really know what a shepherd's bag is. But what I do, what I do know is, is that I, this is where my example will come in handy. And dear Jesus, we just pray that I won't get a water burp. Amen. <laughs> uh, so uh, back to it. So a shepherd's bag, it's just a bag that holds what a shepherd needs. And the shepherd's bag, so it carries what is needed to help the shepherd achieve, accomplish, and do what needs to be done to get the desired result of being a shepherd, to protect the sheep, whatever it needs. And so, for example, you go to school, you have a school bag, and what's in your school bag? Your books, your pencil case, your lunch, whatever you need to get through school, right? And so a shepherd's bag is kind of the same thing as a school bag for a shepherd as a, as a school bag is for a student at school. And then, which linked me onto a, a better example, so a handbag, right? So I've got this beautiful handbag here with me. <laughs> and then, and so, um, ladies carry a lot of stuff in their handbags, right? I, I don't know if you noticed that. Um, who is thankful for a mum that carries a lot of stuff in their handbag? Who, I am. I am so thankful. And so, like, um, like this handbag in the arms of me is useless, right? Like, I don't know what's in it really. It's just like heavy, loads me down. Just, yeah, not really. It doesn't really go with what I'm wearing, but. Um, Oh, it does. But um, so this handbag on me, yeah, it's, uh, it's all right. But in the hands of a mum, in the hands of my mum, this handbag goes from being just some random 
bag of stuff to like Iron Man suit. Like it's got everything that you could possibly need, everything that you got a problem, the handbag's got it. So for example, in my life, right, so a problem in my life could be I've cut myself, I need a Band-Aid. And so mum will be like, I'll be like going up to mum, 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 I've cut myself, I need a banding. Uh, banding, what the heck's that? I need a Band-Aid. And she'll be like, Josh, it's okay, my handbag's got it. Boom, there it is, first aid stuff. And so it's like, mum, your handbag's done it again, right? You know, who knows what I'm saying? Another, another problem could be is you've got a runny nose. Like, whatever, I can't make the sound, I'm not got a runny nose. And then she's like, it's okay, boom, tissues. There we go, you can't really look at it, but there it is, tissues. And so, again, mum's handbag saves the day. Uh, another example could be you're, you're, you're like, you're just hanging around, you're like, whoo, stinky breath. And then you go, mum, I need you to come through for me right now. I've got the stinkiest breath. And she goes, you know what? It's all right. Wait, we're not. And then they always do this. And they either go, boom. Oh, wrong one. This is harder than I expected. It's hard being a mum. Very hard being a mum when you're male as well. But, and then she'll be like, two options. Boom, chewies. Or she'll be like, boom, mints. And so, again, she comes through with the goods in a save-the-day handbag because she's got the, um, the chewies and the mints. Another situation could be like, yeah, it's we live in Port Lincoln, right? So we know like what the weather's like now. We'll leave here and it's probably going to be like sun and sh- sunshiny. And so we might we might um, go like leave the house to go to school and be like, oh, it's not going to be sunny today. It's going to be freezing. Get to school, the sun's out. And you're like, mum, I need some um, sunscreen. And she's like, boom, I've got it. And so... Uh, we, we see there, just like our mums ha- carry a handbag, it's got everything that you need in it. Just, and that's like what the shepherd's bag was. It carried all of what the shepherd needs to protect the sheep, right? And so with uh, this weird analogy that I've used, I want to say this. Who's, who's seen the movie Hoodwinked? Who's seen that? And so there's a wide singing goat that sings a song like, be prepared, be prepared. You know, this is, you know the song I'm talking about? And so it's a very, very good and true uh uh, what's a, like very true song in that you've got to be prepared and so ultimately when we see our mother's bags they're prepared any emergency you go through they've got you the goods they've got what you need to to get through and just like a she- David the shepherd him gathering the stones he was preparing himself for what he needed to do as a shepherd and to for his battles and so back to that question in the in, at the start as a title what's in your bag and so I want, to, uh, I want to challenge all of us to ask ourselves, what's in our bag? What's in, what are we carrying with us? And so uh, back to the, the message sto- the overview of the legacy stones, um, uh, I'm going to read this Bible verse here, Genesis 2, 16 to 17. This is what it says. But God warned him, so he warned Adam, you may freely eat the fruit of every tree in the garden except the tree of good and evil. If you eat its fruit, you will surely die. Ooh, that sucks. And then Genesis 3.1, the serpent devil, and then it says this, um, one day he asks a woman, and he says a question, did God really say, referring to the fruit of this tree? Like, so obviously we saw in Genesis 2.16-17, God clearly said, don't eat the fruit or you'll die. But then a few verses later, a few, yeah, a few verses and chapters later, the devil comes up to um, Adam and, or to Eve sorry, and goes, did God really say? And so often in lives, we can have these times where... Um, uh, we have challenges in our life. We like, like I said before, 
Um, we live in a world, life that says there's no absolutes, there's no right or wrong, but we do know there is a right and a wrong. There is a good and a bad. But, and, and often so we'll say, we'll know this is good, but we'll have a charge that goes, did God really say? And so you might have a, a moment, Peter, where you'll have a, did God really say, come to your direction? Carmel, there might be a moment for you where there's a moment that says, did God really say? Cruz, all of us. James, there might be a moment for you where it's a, where we have a conviction from God, but then you'll have a chance that says, did God really say? And so that's like the bag. Do we have the stones in our bag to prepare us for that challenge? Right? And so, um, so in life, spiritually, morally, ethically, we carry a bag and it holds what we need to succeed. And so what's in your bag? And, and so, uh, so stones in my bag. And so I'm just going to, uh, share a few things about the stones that are in my bag. And so, um, so, stone, and so I'm just going to use an example. So we can talk about the, that quote, if you don't stand for anything, you'll fall for anything. We can talk about all this kind of stuff. And then the Bible is so clear in a lot of things that we can go, you know what, that's a stone that I hold on to. That's a legacy stone that can help me have a foundation that when things come my way, I can stand and not fall. And so... Uh, there's, this, there's so many aspects of things you can look at. And so I'm just going to single into one aspect in life about our language, our speech, and our talk, our words that we use. I'm going to use a few verses here, which are like legacy stones. That are like, there are, that are things that, like David went to a stream and picked up stones and put them in his bag. And so this is another thing I quickly forgot to say, is that with David, he grabbed the stones, and so he, we saw that he killed a giant with it, one giant, but he grabbed five stones, he didn't just grab one stone. And so I think, now some people disagree with this, but I think he grabbed more stones than just the one. Some people say it's because there's more giants, which I'm not, not saying that's not true, but I believe he was prepared to make a mistake and he's prepared that if one sta- stone fails me, I'm not just going to be one stone. <laughs> I'm going to have two stones, I'm going to have three stones, so that when, when and if my first stone doesn't work, I've got backup. And so for us, in the Bible, we can have a one stone but like I said before, when, you, when Sean gets a challenge, did God really say, well, that one stone, it does, you've got no more backup. You've got to have the backup. And so I'm going to talk about some, as I said, language, speech, words, and, our, and how we talk about things and talk about some stones that I've used in the Bible that can be convictions in my life where I go, if I get challenged about one, I've got another stone. When that one gets challenged, I've got another stone. And so who's ready to hear um, the stones in my bag of life regarding language? Anyone? Yep. Um, sweet. So Ephesians 4, uh, sorry, Ephesians 5 verse 4. Write that down if you're taking notes. Ephesians 5 verse 4. Obscene stories, foolish talk, and coarse jokes. These are not for you. Instead, let there be thankfulness to God. I'll read that again. Obscene stories, foolish talk, and coarse jokes. These are not for you. Instead, let there be thankfulness to God. Now, for me, I think that's pretty challenging. I like those, those three words, obscene stories, foolish talk, and coarse jokes. And I can say I've failed this in life. At school, you tell me a joke. If I think it's funny, I'll repeat it. And, but the, when I read that Bible verse, I had a clear conviction from God that says, you know what, Josh, you can't tell those jokes anymore. Josh, you shouldn't even laugh at that. That's not funny. Obscene stories, foolish talk, and coarse jokes are not for you. And so... Um, that, that was a challenge for my life, and that's, that, that's my first stone. I go to stream, I go to Jesus, and Jesus speaks to me through the Word of God. Like that verse, goes, Josh, boom, I'm hitting you hard with that one. And I go, you know what? I'm carrying that. 
I'm going to, in my life, when these things come towards me, I go, I hear that coarse joke, I go, you know what, that's not for me. So now for me personally, and I'm not saying this is what you have to do, but for most M-rated movies, I can't watch them anymore. They're, just, they're full of coarse jokes, um, uh, foolish talk, of um, obscene stories, and you know, I go, you know what, that is not for me. And so now I watch those stuff and I go, you know what, I just go, this, this is just rubbish, this is not doing me any good. And I, I just don't watch it anymore because I've had that conviction from God. And so, and, but then you know what? The moments will come in my life where God, I'll have that, did God really say, Josh? Did God really say? And so I might be in a, a, a room with um, people watching a movie and it's got these bad stuff and I know what's wrong. And I'll, these guys could be challenging me. They might not use the words, did God really say? But I'll go, what's wrong with this, Josh? Come on. But then you know what? This is where I've got to have another stone in my, in my bag as such. And so Colossians 3.5. Colossians, oh, I'll stuff that up. Colossians 3.8, 3.8, not 5. But now is a time to get rid of anger, rage, malicious behaviour, slander and dirty language. And so there again, but now is a time to get rid of dirty language. And so again, and so I might get challenged with the first one, but you know what the Bible again says there? It's a time to get rid of dirty language. And so I'm not going to explain to us what dirty language is. We can, we can think of that. People say, get your head out the gutter. If you're talking the language that's in the gutter, that's dirty language. And so I can have that. That's my second stone. Just like David had the, the um, five stones, that was my second stone. That's another one. I go, you know what, boom, confirmation. I've got to hold on to that. A third stone. So when I get challenged about those two things again, Ephesians 4, verse 29. Don't use foul or abusive language. So what was that? Don't use foul or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful so that your words will be encouragement to those who hear them. That's how I want to live a life. Who wants to live a life where the words you speak, people go, wow, it's so good hanging out with Leanna. Wow, it's so cool hanging out with Claire. Wow, it's so cool hanging out with Leah because they just they speak life. They're just fun. They've got good words. And so don't speak foul or abusive language. And foul, again, like we, who, who's, had, who's ever smelt something stinky? Like I have when you... It's like the opposite to driving past KFC. That's a beautiful smell. You go past like the fish factories and you're like, woo, catch you later. Wouldn't want to be here. Or um, who's like ever been around a house and they're like they're emptying out the septic tank and you're like, woo, that is not nice. Um, but a foul, just like you get foul smells, there's can people that have their talks just foul. It's just ugly. It's, it's dirty. It's in the gutter. It's like, ugh. Let's not, be, and again, a confirmation there for me, that's another stone. Don't, don't talk like that. Be positive. Be happy. Fill yourself up with the good stuff. And so again, like I said about the M-rated movies, a lot of them are just so foul and gross. It's like, why would I watch that? Why do I need? Why do I even worry about that stuff? And I'm not saying all M-rated movies are bad. I'm just saying it's a common trend. That kind of language is, is normal. That kind of language is good. But I'm telling, from my Bible I read, there's a clear yes and no, and there's a clear that's just not needed. And why? Why waste your time? filling up with that stuff and so but there's a so we've we've talked about um obscene stories foolish talk coarse jokes um dirty language foul language but then so there are three stones for that aspect there are three stones that i carry in my life where i go when those when those things come my way i go these are the convictions that i stand on but then that last one had another one abusive language and so well i could have a situation where i have the did god really say josh should god really say don't have abusive language and a boom, another stone. So 1 Peter 2.1 says this, Get rid of all evil behaviour, be done with all deceit, hypocrisy, jealousy, and all unkind speech. And so we see there, get rid of all unkind speech. And so that's, again, that's backing it up. So we see, 
uh, uh, don't use abusive language, don't use unkind speech, get rid of it. And so that was, again, that was another stone for me. As I, I go to the stream like David picked up stones, when I go and count, read the Bible and go, Jesus, speak to me, there's another one. Don't use it. Just don't use that language where you're abusing people, unkind. Like, who knows, we, we do it to our parents here. It's like, I know, maybe it's, I'm the only one. But you know what, we just got to go, God, help change us. We, we've read this stone. Help us not speak unkindly to our parents. They love us, we love them. We just, we just seem to release it on them. Let's just try and grow and say, God, we hold on to these stones. Help us live it out, not just read it. And yeah. So Ephesians 4.31 is the last one. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. And so again, we've got to get rid of our harsh words. And so these are, hopefully this is a, uh, a thing for you, for you to go, you know what, just like David had five smooth stones in his, in his shepherd's bag, the five things that he needed. So when, um, when one thing gets challenged, he has another one. When another thing gets challenged, we've got to be um, committing ourselves to the stream, committing ourselves to Jesus and what he says and what the Bible says. So we go, you know what, when one thing gets challenged, boom, we got another stone. When one thing gets challenged, like our, like our mum's handbags, when we got one problem, boom, it's got the answer. Another problem, boom, it's got the answer. Another problem, boom, it's got the answer. Oh, you cut yourself, there's a Band-Aid. And so it's honestly the same principle for that. And so we just covered language. There's so many other aspects in our life, sexuality, purity, um, sp- it's over the moon. We've, we even talked about some of the things there to not use. When we, but we've got to go, you know what, God, help us read your, help us when we read the Bible, get these convictions for ourselves that help us put these things in our spiritual life bag that when that issue comes, when that issue it comes upon us, we go, you know what, here's a stone. We don't need it. Here's a stone. And back to the start where we saw in Matthew, Matthew 4, 1 to 11, Jesus, Saint attacked Jesus with Bible and says, this is, this is a Bible, this must be right. But he goes, you know what? No, actually, you've put that out of context. This is what's really right. And so we might have Bible things that we go, oh, um, we might have a Christian um, challenge us about something. You know what? What's in our bag? Is that right? Because Jesus had the stones in his bag that goes, you know what? No, this is what is true. No, that, this is what is true. So did God say, when we get challenged with that, did God say, what's in your bag? That's the challenge for tonight. What's in your bag? And so we're just going to, if you just bow your heads and close your eyes, we're just going to quickly pray. And um, uh, for any of you here, as all eyes are closed and heads are bowed, if that was you tonight, if you think, you know what, what Josh was saying there was was actually touching me. What stones are in my bag? What what are the things that I'm carrying? Am I picking up stones for the stream? If you if you're in that position, you go, you know what, I want to have, I want to know what's right and wrong. I want to be able to have the ability when I get challenged, I have the Bible to hold on to. I have the Word of God, the words of Jesus to hold on to, that can encourage me and keep me on the right path to do what I need to do. I just want to encourage you to raise your hand, and I'll just pray for you. Jesus, we thank you for the these hands that are raised right now. Jesus, I know for myself that that if we, ha- having one Bible verse is cool and it's great to hold on to, but it's so easy in life for that one verse to just get um, pushed out the way when when more issues, when more problems come, when more difficulties hit. We just pray that as we with, as we multiple go in contact with you, Jesus, when we have that moment where we go, God touch us, God talk to us. We thank you that you can give us more stones just like you did to David, that when we have these things come, we go, you know what, we're scattering that stone, we're getting rid of that 
that argument, but getting rid of that thing that's causing us to continue being in this negative path, this, this unpositive way of living. And so, Jesus, we thank you right now that you're going to give these people stones for all the aspects in life that they're struggling with, Lord, whether it's their language, Lord, whether it's their sexuality, whether it's their purity, whether it's the, um, the, the way they live their life. Are they um, uh, living a double standard life, Lord, for all the, all the things that could be in our life that can cause us to fall? We just pray right now that you give us the stones to put in our bag of life, that you give us the things that when we get challenged, we go, you know what, we, God's given us the answer to that. That is no challenge. Um, it doesn't matter how crafty or how, how big the challenge is towards us. We thank you, Jesus. You have the answer, and we thank you. You're going to give us the answer to live out daily. And we all said, amen.